This is Comic Picks by the Glick. Hey everyone, I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey Glick, what's going on? You're you're the you're the podcast namesake. What's yes. going on? What do you what do you have on tap for us tonight? Okay, well, it's like we've got the one that I wanted to talk about last time. It's like, but we're gonna do it now. And this is no one left to fight to. It's like unfortunately, like Rob couldn't join us for reasons like you know, real life real life consequence. But the good news is, hey, Myron's here. Hey, Myron, how you doing? Good, Jason. John, how you guys doing tonight? Pretty great, man. Fantastico. Thanks for having me on for this one. Yeah, it's like God knows I, I need I need your input here because you know as someone who has like is a long time fan of Dragon Ball. It's like, well, we know we need your perspective on this because, well, I mean, like the shorthand for this series is is it's basically American Dragon Ball, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm loving it. Love yeah. it. Def, definite love letter to to that to that type of uh, genre. Indeed, it's like and. You know, it's like rereading um, the first volume, like for this. It's like I, you know, it's like I, I got to admit, it's like I, I was feeling more, more affection toward, towards it in the sense, just in the sense that you know, after reading, reading the second one and seeing how it goes, it's like, you know, it's like you get it, like it does a good job of setting, setting things up, and like you know, positioning these two volumes as well, not really one complete saga, but like you know, good, good decent storyline, and also it's like you know, it's like even though it's like, you know the like the first volume kind of set us up the mystery of like, Oh, what's happening to, um, to not Goku Vale. It's like, and you know, the mystery of what's going on with him here. It's like, you know, they answer that in volume two, but you know, I think that you know, like these two volumes, like, you know, rereading them together, this is more like, um, Timor or like, you know, not Vegeta's story. It's like than anything else. Cause you know, it's like, it's like, like it's, it's, like, yeah, it's like we, like Vali gets the big entrance. He's established as the, the big hero, the one who saved everyone. But, you know, Timor is a guy who's kind of had like to struggle like in this guy's shadow. I mean, yeah, he helped um Vali. we're told told or at least is implied that he made like that he that he helped make like a lot of um Vali's successes possible. But um but in the end, like he's never really gotten quite the recognition that that well he thinks he deserves. But this is inside the fact that you know he got the girl, he got the family. He got he got the good life and all, you know. It's like, so he he should be happy with this, but you know because he's you know the angry guy who just you know can't, you know, just just can't can't be happy with what he has, you know. It's like he's just gotta you know find a way to like you know like like um one up one up things with um with volley or just like you know like find a way to settle things once and for all. I mean like, I mean how do you, how do you like, you have any new thoughts about like first first volume or anything you want to like restate about that? Well, not necessarily the first volume, but in this volume, as you said, like, you know, I, I it focuses a lot on Timor, his backstory and, and how he how he trained. And I see again, you know, from our last conversation and something you uh, hit on the head earlier, I see a lot more parallels between uh, Goku and Vegeta with these characters in which, you know, Goku and Vegeta are both the most powerful characters within you know, the Dragon Ball storyline and they both come from, you know, uh, you know, a powerful race and, and, and go through rigorous training with, with Timor. I feel like he's in that Vegeta seat where he always seems to be chasing. He always seems to be chasing go like the, the main character strength Vale or Vegeta chasing Goku strength. And, he, and it always seems to frustrate him on how easier it comes to him than, than, he did like Timor seems to have to 
work that much harder where for volley it seems to come more effortlessly and yeah as you said you know T timor got the girl and he's got a good life and he's got things that volley doesn't have especially the most important thing that he wants yet he's not satisfied with that like he he wants to be recognized equally uh as not only a warrior but his involvement in saving the world and you see him chasing approval from dad and um you know even even from uh you know um his, his master uh um, oh riella yeah thank you uh, mistress rielda like like this one we get i don't want to say he's a bitch but i'm just saying like th in this in this volume we see just how just how frustrated he is that it'll he always seems to have to try so much more harder to to reach that level yet he doesn't get recognized for it as easily as Vale does yeah it's like and one thing i like liked about you know like you're rereading like you know both of these like you know, in one go is that you realize how his wife Krista is like you know she really does a good job of like mediating a lot a lot of this i mean like at oh, first yeah. at first in the first volume it kind of seems like she's really just you know Maybe just like saying, oh, you know, like he, this is all he has. So can't you be nice for him? It's like, like she's just kind of, like, you know, pl like placating him. But, you know, when you get to the second volume, it's like she get, you really get the feeling, it really shows that, you know, she really does love him. It's mm -hmm. like, and like, you know, she does, she does stand up for him. Like when she, when, when she basically like calls out on um, volley saying, yeah, I know what you're doing here with the touches and like, you know, the, and the long talks. Like, no, I chose, it's like, I chose, um, I chose Timor, not you. And when Timor basically tells Vali, it's like, yeah, she loves you, but she loves you like, like a brother, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's like, I like, I like this, they spell that out there. It's like, and, you know, I like seeing, I like seeing um, Timor and Krista team up against um, the Hierophant, like, um, late, it's like later in this, it's like, it's like later in this volume. That was, that was a nice moment. It's like moment there. And right. also, yeah. And, and also uh, oh, the, on the with with dad or like it's like um Krista's you know um I uh, I'm guessing I I I'm want I guess I'm going to assume that he's basically like a, he used to be a human guy but he put his brain into a robot. That's what it's I presume. Like, that's what I presumed as well. They never really explained it, but you know make makes logical sense. Yeah, it's like and it was, that was a nice like I think that was a nice uh, one like uh, like storyline there. This is like one issue, like, but it it sold the whole like oh Timor is just like you know wanting to. They prove himself to dad, but dad is just kind of like, you know, just like brushing him off up until the point that, oh my God, Timor actually does, you know, just that. And, and dad is like, oh my God, it's like, you're like, I can't believe the, the control you, like you, you displayed right there when like, you know, like when fighting, and this is like a scene where he's fighting, they're fighting in, um, they, they've, they all like Timor, Krista and dad have all shrunk down to go inside Vali's body to find out just what exactly is killing him. Mm -hmm. It's like, and you know, it's like, it's like, and um, Timor actually like you know steps up and like you know gets dead, allows Dad to find the data that he he needs in order to find out that well, turns out that turns out that I was wrong and that um Vale is not um fighting against um super um Alzheimer's disease. He just you know powered up too hard that one time when he was like throwing that gonna throw that not spirit bomb, and um you know that that that's basically what, that's basically what ki what's killing him right now. So like he's like, like like basically um Vale is like is like it's still like you know that kind of like it's still like you know a, a something that you couldn't do in 
in Dragon Ball. It's like in the sense that you know Goku is like you know finding find like his his quest for ultimate power is ultimately what's killing him. So that's that. So like you know that's that's so kind of interesting. But I still kind of would have liked to have seen, you know, like the whole you know like you know not Goku fight not Alzheimer's. It's like right like in the end. So what? Yeah, I mean, I I thought that was such a nice well nice moment as well because like you know. I can I can already tell from the the moment they go to dad like dad industries and the way Timor was interacting and and uh uh um uh, responding to you know dad's you know uh negligence of him because like dad would always say oh Va- you know vale my boy you know welcome and shower him and and uh show this admiration towards him whereas dude I'm married to your daughter you know I'm your I'm your son-in-law and you show me no type of like i've uh, given you grandkids you bastard yeah <laughs> yeah it's like you know sh- showing them no type of respect or recognition and then always just kind of downplaying any type of response that he has and it's like oh i can see here like he's got he's got that kind of like complex now just because like he's just as equally as strong and powerful yet he doesn't get recognized for it so he's w- once they go inside Bale, i thought he was going to do something like way more extreme to where he was going to mess up the situation however we actually do see that you know timor can you know c- control himself in certain missions and certain aspects and he is just as you know a, a he stepped strong, up here yeah he stepped up here he's just as strong and, and a calculating warrior as you know volley he just has a different style to it and we get to see that when he goes yes. and visits, when he goes and visits his master his mit- mistress which he has a totally raw and uh, like more of a raw training regiment and fighting style. And that is very reminiscent of Dragon Ball and, you know, very reminiscent of how Vegeta trains because he trains more on emotion, like, you know, uh, digging deep in the wells of anger and rage. And I do remember in Dragon Ball, like, you know, when, when, you know, Goku first went Super Saiyan, and 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 Vegeta went uh, Super Saiyan. Like, they, they, there was always that emotional trigger, but then there kind of comes a point where they can activate their power and do it effortlessly. And I, I'm kind of seeing that here parallel with Timor, where like, yeah, in the beginnings, like this is how he had to, you know, this is how what he was taught. He had to quell within that rage and quell within that. Uh, uh, emotion for his awakening and we see how that's a totally different style than what volley was trained on and he struggled with it he couldn't do it he couldn't handle it yeah that was that was actually kind of interesting i this it's one it's the one part of this one i wish they had gotten more into just the idea that you know when real that like you know takes volley on this like you know awakening and she's like it's the implication is like we're left with the implication that she could have that the, that her that, that what she was doing here could have saved volley but volley it's like you know just just did not want any any part of it like that he that this like you know this tapping into his rage his resentment is not something that that he that he wanted and it's like that's kind of interesting and then it says that you know she basically you know t- tells him like yes yeah, like the people who like you save you saved all these people and yet they're not you know coming to help you in this time like in your time of need you know how do you how does that make you feel it's like you know i like i said it's 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 not the kind of thing you, i imagine it's not the kind of thing you that dragon ball would necessarily tap into but goes goku is ultimately like a very selfless hero am i wrong here or uh yeah he he, he is a, well he is a selfless hero it's just that you know they 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 too uh 
uh, thirst to become stronger. It's just that Goku has more of like an innocent like way of looking at it where like I, I want to fight because it's fun. And, but ultimately, that's just the Saiyan nature where, you know, they want to fight to get stronger. And when they survive like near death battles, they get strong and, and recover from it. They get stronger based off that. So Goku kind of has like a pure, uh, innocent way of like the way he approaches to his love and nature of fighting, whereas Vegeta is just kind of pure, you know, uh, uh, you know, be more powerful and more arrogant just because he's the prince of the Saiyan race. And because he is, you know, the top of the hierarchy, he should be the strongest. And he's and he's classified as a quote unquote elite. Whereas Goku's like, actually, when Goku was born, he was like considered trash. Like he's like a low level Saiyan. We'll send them to Earth because that'll be easy for him to like take over. That's how weak he is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, based off the way, you know, I see the parallels where like Goku trained from a master actually named Gohan. That was his grandfather. Um, before he, you know, actually trained with Master Roshi. And the way Goku's, like, good nature training was, that's similar to how I see uh, Bale's training with Harga. You know, the old the old lady seems mm -hmm. to be a little bit more carefree. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Not carefree, but a little bit more in tune with the spirit and the soul and, and, and with nature. Whereas, you know, Lady Rielda's training is more akin to just uh digging into the rage and you know mm -hmm. releasing your anger and, and awakening that anger to fuel your 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 strength and that's how vegeta was always taught as well yeah that's interesting because like I'm, i mean the different i mean where like, um harga basically says in the first volume that that no it's like i i mean i didn't push push you too hard but i was like like timor i i didn't push hard enough yeah yeah and also i like it's like i like what um it's like what, 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 um, uh, what Timor has to give up in order to get um Rielda to, uh, it's like to, to agree to help help father. Like he, he she's. I mean, it's not the whole. It's not the like. Oh, you need to give me your firstborn child. It's like, no, you just have to not stand in in her way when she comes to me. And you know what? Like, what what you just said right there. We actually see his daughter's talents, and um, yeah, and she she she's kind of like she's kind of a hard ass, really. Yep, and I I foresee like that actually happening, and no uh no resistance against it. Like I think she wants to like the way she exhibited her strength. I think she wants to go hard like her like her dad. You know, like wants to, wants to be strong and exhume that. You know, she's the strongest. You know, uh, like in her family after her father. I, I get that sense from her. Yeah, it's like I mean, I mean what I'd like to see. I mean, this is clearly like set up for a future storyline. That's something mm -hmm. I'd like to see them play out at some point. But I'd also like to see like you know like Timor you know just kind of like train her it's like to a point where it's like you know i mean he's not going to stand in I, I don't think he's going to like you know obviously stand in her way but i mean he's i think he's going to try and like you know impart you know it's like whatever what his beliefs into her so that she's she, she's familiar with his mindset you know before she goes off with um, mistress rielda yeah and, and going back to your earlier statement where um you know you mentioned like you know vale couldn't you know uh tie tie into his anger to you know open his awakening, you know, activate his awakening. And I'm starting to wonder too, like if Vale, it's not that Vale can't, I'm wondering if he's holding back and he doesn't because his anger would probably reveal, even though it's no secret that he's still in love with Krista. 
I think his I think his true anger is jealousy and mm. and 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 resentment towards probably not only Timor but Krista for choosing him. And I'm wondering if he's holding that back uh, to not put that out in the open. I think I think I think it's a good point right there. It's like it's like yeah, it's like I mean on one hand it's like you know. I can understand, like, you know, like, like him just, you know, not wanting to, like, you know, it's like, you know, embraces his, uh, it's like, like his anger right there. Cause he doesn't want to, like, you know, he, he doesn't want to, like, you know, fa face the fact that, you know, okay. It's like, you know, the people, the people they've like, they betrayed me and all it's like that, that kind of license, but you're also, I think you're also right in like that kind of, in that level of emotion as well. And that's, I think, I, I think that I definitely think it's a valid, valid point right there. Yeah, I, I just can't help but feel like it's gonna come out in some sort of way. Like more like like it's been playful up to this point with him like flirting and 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 you know that the hand gestures and everything and Timor's like hey hey yeah stop. But <laughs> I, 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 I truly believe I'm like, dude, this guy is like really you know creeping on her hard and not letting up. And I know they're old friends and everything, but come on, bro. Like, you know, I feel like in each chapter, she's always telling, you no, and he, he's, he's genuinely like jealous of, of Timor, even though he's got the recognition, he's the famous one. That's not what he wanted. You know, mm -hmm. he, he even always like kind of, I guess, downplays himself as a hero. He's like, nah, dude, like I just, I did what I had to. I mean, I, I love the fight and, you know, I just wanted to, you know, kick some ass and, I just happen to save people while doing it. You know, he's not gloating about it. Whereas like, yeah, I get, I get Timor's, you know, jealousy in his own right. And he's actually blatantly, you know, put it out there and made it known. Like I was equally as involved in that, in that mission and that fight to where, you know, I'm getting no recognition of, and that, and that's what, you know, his jealousy is, is all about. But, and he, and he lets it out even in the most, passionate and 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 emotional manners especially through their fighting but with Bale I'm wondering if he's like almost like you know uh constipation or something like his issue is he's holding back like yeah he let off that big spirit bomb and that's quote unquote uh uh you know killing, killing him. him but like he's so powerful I think he just has bad gas and he just needs to let all that power out and he's not doing it because he's not tapping into his, uh, his true rage. Yeah. I mean, when Christus kind of says, says that early on in this, in the second volume, which is, you know, you got to let the venom out. It's like after like, you know, like she calls him out for like, you know, like saying, yeah, I see what you're doing here. It's like, you know, try, put it with all like the talk to the talk and the handsy stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, by doing so, he, he might risk losing his best friends. And I think that's what he's afraid of. Mm -hmm. that, that's, that's just what I've gathered so far, especially reading through this volume. I'm like, ah, oh, dude, like I, 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 I have a feeling this might be a little like a trilogy, but I really kind of hope they do go more like more volumes with this series. Oh, well, I mean, like judging by what they said in the af afterward, because like what I, I appreciate that Dark Horse included the, uh, like the interview between creators, like I'm um, writer Aubrey Sitterson and artist Fico Osio, it's like in the in the second volume because basically it ta talks about it has them talking about their inspiration for the series because yeah, hey, surprisingly it's not act it's not just Dragon Ball here because they point out like you know the shrink suits that um, that Timor and um, Krista wear it's like well like they seem kind of Evangelion esque don't they? So yes, they do. 
Yeah. So I mean, just like it's interesting to see them talking about like their, like you know, their inspirations, and also the fact that yes, there is going. They do plan on doing more about this because even though this took like two years um, between between volumes, um, like they do plan on do. So they do plan on doing more about this. In fact, they're referring to this as like the fight verse, which you know, good That's for awesome. them. I. Yes, yeah, like I, I like to see them do more more here. In fact, they're talking about um, no one left to fight Mega, um, as the as maybe like as the as the follow up, which you know. Well, at, at the way the volume ends, it's like you know, it's like there's let's say there's room for like you know a a big like you know tournament um, arc to determine like who's gonna be the next you know greatest fighter in like in the fight verse after after this oh that'd be so b- badass dude i mean that's that that's dragon ball right there with the tenkai mm-hmm. tenkai chi budokai tournaments so wow yeah it's like because i mean like like the fine two issues like me like they they show i mean yeah we get we get like zomb we get zombies we get them fighting against we get um we get the few, like um timor and valley doing their power meld against the uh it's like against the hero font who actually his like you know uh, it's like I crave death. Um, shtick from the first time actually gets you know better focus, um, here. And I like the bit where they basically say where he, the hero font basically says, yeah, you're gonna use one of your like, your special name techniques to finish me off. And they're <laughs> like, no, it's like we save those for the warriors. Yeah, that's that's pretty badass right there. As is the uh, final issue, which is basically like you know the the big you know like um la- big last battle between um Timor and and Vale. And I gotta admit that w- this is pretty great. In fact, one thing we haven't talked about this series is that oh my god, the uh, art for this, for this series—I mean, like from beginning to end—is utterly fantastic. I mean, oh, Fico Osio is like knocks it right out of the park, you know, in both volumes. And yeah, he gets lot, lots of chances like to flex, to flex what he can do. It's like in like in volume two. I mean, like yeah, it's like he he makes like he makes the whole like you know inside the body art. Like um like fight scenes like you know work work pretty well and also like the big the big burly like you know Timor versus Vale um rash at the end like that's got that's got real heft heft to it. I mean like yeah it's like we understand what um Citizen is selling here and it's it's not bad but um Osio just really it's like you know makes you feel it it's like on the page yeah let's just say uh, after I bought and read this volume. I actually ordered each of the special edition connector cover, uh, the individual issues. Ah. Um, I bought, I ordered those from uh, um, uh, Midtown Comics, and uh, dude, I love, I love his artwork, dude. It's, it's. Uh, I, I, I said this before when we uh, uh, spoke about No One Left the Fight Volume One, but you know, uh, very, I love the color, I love the color palettes in this series, and just how everything is colored and it pops off the page and just how dynamic um, like the fighting fighting sequences are. Cause they do remind me of, um, uh, of, of Dragon Ball manga. And of course, like if you read a lot of manga, you know, like, you know, the, the, the art kind of sticks in these panels. I don't want to say boxes, but you know, they're panels in a certain way. And yeah, they do certain, they might do certain pages where, you know, characters look like they're popping outside of the panels, but in the U.S., like the popping out of the panels technique, I feel like is used more frequently. And to actually see that in this comic, in, in this uh, uh, comic book series, like 
it, it does literally feel like it's popping off the pages to where like, man, I wish this was an 80s comic to where like it came with free 3D glasses and I could <laughs> see it popping off the page. But yeah, I, I, like his stylization of the characters, like the, from their facial expressions to the fight sequences, um, really amazing. And of course, like a lot of detail, like, you know, I myself like to draw and illustrate uh, characters as well, but I could really learn to strengthen my background art and and perspective and when i see the background detail um done done in this uh in this series like it's lot lot to look around and see almost like i'm trying to find waldo almost Mm -hmm. like you just notice a bunch of like details in the back especially when they're in the uh uh the forest and there's like the dancing mushrooms and, and stuff like uh man very beautiful artwork indeed it's like it's it's fantastic Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, it's like it's fantastic work. It's like and and I really look forward to seeing what you know what he does next with this series because even though it's like because between like these two volumes, he's also been doing some work work for DC as well. He did a, a Mr. Miracle um, mini series that I haven't read. Um, he did um do some fill it, some pitch in work for Grant Morrison's um Superman and the Authority mini series, okay. which it, it was it was all right, but. You can tell that with um, no one left to fight, you know, he was taking his time with this. You know, he wanted to make this look as good as it possibly could. Yeah, because I was about to make that comment before you said it. Like, I was like, man, I wonder if you he, he's done any, you know, cover art or or uh, or projects for like you know the other companies. Like, I'd like to check that out. But yeah, I mean, based off what you just said, like if he's able to, you know, take his time, and this is a passion you know genre for him of course there's going to be like that that level of excellence like not saying his work isn't excellent for any other uh art job that he's you know commissioned to do or other series that he's working on but when you're working on something you truly are passionate about and love like you actually see that on on in your work and you see that in 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 the pages of you know your favorite comic book artist but i do see a passion pop out of these pages as I read this uh, series. Agreed. So yeah, it's like I mean, I, I I'm I know that when we know that you know Citizen and OCO, it's like I've got plans for this series. It's like I, I kind of hope that you know it doesn't take you know like another two years for them for them to get to it. I mean, it's like hey, if you want to do that, you know, big ass, you know, like um like um Budo, Budokai, you know, martial martial arts tournament, then yeah, it's like I want. I want to see see that here. So, yep. I feel it's coming, but yeah, as you said, you know, um, with the kind of you know Dragon Ball, you know, fight fan service, like the transformations. You know, I always love like transformations in like a anime, you know, uh, fight fight genre, and the excuse me, the the melding, the melding, or their fu- version of fusion where they become Bomor, really mm-hmm. awesome. But man, the the final fight sequence, like when they're all when they're both like in their quote unquote going super, all out Super Saiyan mode, going all mm-hmm. out, and there's just like massive fireballs like lighting up the sky, and they're they're look they look like they're genuinely trying to kill each other. Like man, that was a fantastic like last last issue, man. Yeah, it's like and you know I I think I I kind of like like how they left um you know things a bit ambiguous it's like at the enemy it's not like a it's not really a cliffhanger it's not like like you know like a like complete closure that you get but yeah it's like i i like how how they left open 
left it open open ended. It's like for you to like determine like you know, what what went on, but also just you know to let let us know that hey, you know, it's like there's there's still more to come. And you know, it's like I like I'm I'm all for that. It's like I mean, it's like I may not be like you know the biggest drag Dragon Ball fan in the world, but I definitely appreciate you know what um Citizen and OCR are doing here. So I, I kind of want to see what you know where they're going to go with the stuff they set up in like in the second volume. I, it'd be great if they don't take like two years to get to that, but you know it's like I realize they also got to eat in the meantime as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I agree with you too. Like the way things were left like ambiguous, and you know we don't we don't necessarily know what's going to pan out but at the same time you know if you're a fan of dragon ball or any of those type of anime it's like you know i can expect either a wish or like teleportation or some type of like you know uh uh um don't you know ticket get out of jail free card so to speak where um yeah i I have i have my suspicions of how things are going to get set up in the next one or maybe, or maybe they'll just, you know, actually let 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 him rest. You know, it's like because I mean, like, the series, the series does seem like it like it, it wants to do things differently than than its inspiration. And you know what? I I I can kind of agree with. I actually I kind of agree with that as well. Just because, you know, I I was still fuzzy on who the big bad of this whole thing is, and it seemed to be the Hierophant, which you know, we got the results of that. We got the whole results of that whole you know fight. And so, like, it is my is my is is my suspicion to the formula going to of what I just said is that going to continue on with three or will I get something different to where like oh you know this is uh this is quite surprising you know it doesn't follow that kind of you know shonen formula if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I, I kind of hope that's I mean they've they've shown shown a willingness to you know, to buck the shonen trend. You know, with this series, so I hope they continue that for, for whatever the next next series is, whether it's going to be you know like the fight fight tournament, or if we're going to get that you know Billy Von Katz miniseries that Citizen keeps keeps threatening us with at the end of, end of each volume. Okay. Cool. Sounds um, sounds great, guys. So, do you know what you're going to be talking about next time, Jason? Okay. Well. Assuming everything goes well, goes as planned right right now, it's like I will have you know like I'll do something that I should have done like a lot 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 sooner than I have in this. It's like in this po- podcast's um, like 14, 14 year history, but it's like but even if it, even if that doesn't pan out, then I'll likely be talking about um, Ryoko Kui's other works, you know, besides her masterpiece Delicious in Dungeon. And, All um, right, that, cool. Yeah, sounds and good. So that, yeah, it's like hope. Looking forward to it, and also thanks again, Myron, for joining joining us for this. Like, I appreciate your your perspective, your your Dragon Ball influence perspective on this. Oh, no problem. Yeah, it was a pleasure uh, being on and being able to talk about this. And you know, I hope I hope there's companies out there like NECA uh, listening because I would really love some uh, some merchandising, you know, from this franchise. Hell yeah. All right, and we'll catch you next time on Comic Picks by the Glick. All right, laters, everyone. Good evening.